welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Love Podcast. Nice. Ooh, today, I'm actually kind of nervous about this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. It could get a little controversial. It could get a little heated. Uh, well, Some um, of the stuff we haven't discussed, Oh, yeah, even off camera, so I'm actually a little curious this how this true. conversation this will go. So today, uh, <laughs> today we're going to be talking by something that was inspired by uh, one of our Patreon questions. If you do not know, we are taking questions on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Jacqueline and David, and all you guys are asking us some beautiful and some intense relationship questions. Intense to say the least. Like, I feel super unqualified That's the for whole... a lot of these questions. This one, however... I think we're qualified to answer. <laughs> well, decent. I mean, we're decently. So, yeah, overall, yeah. all the questions are all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, take our advice as if the way you, I like the way you word it, as if we're your friends, which is true, we are. You're, we're your friends and we care a lot about you. And we just want to make sure that, you know, with, if, if you're asking us a question, we're giving you advice based on our mm-hmm. backstory. However, some of the questions are like pretty, mm-hmm. uh, we could like, yeah, they maybe speak with a real professional. I don't really know. Did you get that from my live stream? Watching my live stream? Because I always try to tell people like I feel super unqualified, but pretend like I'm just a friend of yours and you're sitting on my couch and you ask me a question and I give you my very unprofessional yet loving advice. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's really that's really uh, yeah. how you have to take it. So today we're going to be talking about religion. Dun, dun, dun. Wow, that's a big one. I yeah. think that's probably one of the biggest... I would assume one of the biggest issues often people have. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, I do think it's a really common thing. And I know this because I do videos a lot on the topic of religion and not being religious. And I get asked all the time, how do you date? How do you date? Would you be okay with dating someone who was religious if you are not? Um, so I think we're going to cover that and more oh my gosh. in this episode. It's it's a lot. It's It's a lot to consider. It's a lot to, you know decide where your priorities are and what you're willing to compromise on and if you can even compromise. So So I think I think some of the magic of this episode is going to be based on the fact that you are going to be watching or listening to a real serious couple talking about relationship stuff. How serious? We're not even Facebook official yet. So I know I need to ask you someday (laughs) soon. Um, But a real couple talking about you know, religions. I think we're going to be just fine. You know, I, I think we'll see. Oh, God. Am I we'll, sleeping on the couch tonight? We'll be, will we still be dating by the end of this podcast? Let us know your thoughts. I think we'll be just fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm All right. So should I read the question? I would love that. So today's question is from our Patreon. And today's question is from Liz Sklar. And the subject is blame it on the wine. Cute. Blame it on the wine I had tonight. But there's another one. But here's another one for you slash everyone in the community. How do you all feel about dating slash marrying someone of a different religion? Seems like you two have very different perspectives slash upbringings when it comes to religion. In Oh, yeah. I'm pouring wine right now, Liz. Nice. So now I can blame it on the wine, whatever there. my answer is. In my family, my brother married a Jewish girl, and my sister's husband converted. Oh, are you going to convert? We'll get there. Judaism, <laughs> to me, has been more of a tradition slash culture slash moral compass than a religion. Ah, she's from the tribe. I'm expected and would honestly like to find somewhat similar. Am I narrowing my focus too much? How do you reconcile religious issues within a relationship? Hope this makes sense. Loved the first episode. Nice. Mm, I love that question. Me too. There's a lot to... There's a lot of questions in that question. Yeah. So here's some wine. I'm going to pass it to you over all of our equipment. It's it's probably waterproof. Here you go. Cheers. L'chaim. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is that not topical? Cheers. Oh, do you know what Lachaim translates it to? It means to life. Oh, my God. He only tells me this every time we cheers, and he says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To life. I thought this was America. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Where do you so, want to start? Well, okay. Gosh, there's so much in that question. How about your backstory? Well, I was born in a small town in Florida. Um, no, no, really, though, uh, it was a conservative area where I was born, where I was raised, very religious, uh, Roman Catholic upbringing, went to Catholic school from kindergarten through my senior year in high school, and then was super evangelical and preachy in college. I'm embarrassed by that, but I was. Did you convert and, some people? Mm, no, I think I just royally pissed everyone off. Oh. Yeah. So Their uh, loss could have been saved by <laughs> you. could have been saved, but now they're all going to hell, and I'll see them there. Um so, yeah, I, I had to go through some things to slowly lose that. And everybody always wants to know what the one big major thing is that happened to me. Uh, but there isn't one. It's just kind of a, a slow realization of, you know, in my opinion, reality. And that happened probably through school. I got um, science education. So, you know, between that and just life experiences and then my politics changed and the political podcasts and YouTube videos that I would listen to, they would often say things that were, you know, not religious or very secular, and I would be mad at that. But then I'd be like, yeah, but they're not wrong. So I had to reconcile all of that. And that actually happened to me, that whole process, while I was in a relationship with someone who was very religious. And when we started dating, I was religious too. So we had that in common. So here's an interesting scenario of someone moving away from that while still being with someone who didn't. And that caused a lot of problems. Interesting. Yeah. So that that was not a fun experience to have. So I do know what it's like to be an atheist dating someone who is very religious. Not not only just Christian, because some people can be laid back about it. Mm -hmm. um, But in this situation, that was not the case. It was like super, super religious. Like, we need to go to church. Uh, And if you don't say your prayers, you're going to hell. And if you're not religious, I, I think you're going to hell. And imagine getting that in a relationship said to you yeah (laughs) so at least you've done you know you've done your uh you're learning your time you 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 know your facts uh well facts you know your (laughs) you know your stuff i i'm well versed on this topic that's good that's good (laughs) okay so mine uh you know i was Mm -hmm. born i was born a nice uh little six pound six ounce jewish boy um don't even know a word don't even know a word yet um (laughs) And uh, you know, six days later, had my had my little party with the with the with the bris, and then and then uh, my whole life, uh, you know, I, I started Hebrew school in third grade. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if, even you can go back. I remember I went to like a Jewish ish preschool, and you know, you would do Rosh Hashanah, and you would do like the apples and honey, which by the way represents having a sweet New Year. Um, so you would do the apples. I and, would love to do that. That sounds fun. Yeah, no, it's cute. <laughs> um, you know, do that, and then and then I uh, third grade, I started going to Hebrew school every single what, Sunday. I think we went to Hebrew school on Sundays, okay. and started to read the learn the little letters, the little Hebrew letters, how to how to sound out the letters, the words. And that sort of led up to Sunday school every week until uh, my bar mitzvah, which was when I was 12, 12, 13, 12. And you became a man. I, oh, I became a man. Oh. To a bar mitzvah year. <laughs> I honestly, this was like my peak. I, I have never played so much spin the bottle in my life. If you were to make a large graph 
<laughs> and it there would just be a peak at like 12 to like 13 and a half of just oh, like i am fixing to change that seven just seven minutes in heaven and we should like do that sometime seven minutes in heaven babe how come you never done seven that's minutes so much time for us Never mind. <gasps> <laughs> that is so that not true. Ch- Just the once. That's, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's too much. That's too much. Too much oh, look at your face turning all Yeah, red. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so, so anyways, bar mitzvah year was wild. I had a bar mitzvah, and I have not very many. Well, I have some memories from it, but one memory I particularly remember is like at my bar mitzvah party, which after your you know event, um, which by the way you study for like eight months for this thing that you. It's celebrating all of your, you know, knowledge that you learn, and then you read out of the Torah, and your family flies in from all over, and then you have your bar mitzvah, become a man. But I have this one memory from the party. Uh, my my mom hired oh. hired a DJ um, with, you know, she probably paid a little extra to get dancers, which, mm-hmm. by the way, dancers are like 16-year-old girls that, like, come and dance. That doesn't seem weird. No, it's not. But anyways, <laughs> she got dancers, which are, like, they're like the hot older girls. and Okay. Okay, just look. Okay, we were all like it's hard for me to imagine. We're like horny twelve-year-old boys. Mm, Anyways, gross. But I just have I know in the in my DVD. There's a DVD at my parents' house. We'll go watch it. In the DVD, it like pans. It like watches me and like I think like two girls like freak dancing at once, and then it like pans over to like my grandma like like with her hand face palming being oh, like oh my, my god. god what and then it like pans back and we're just like with our braces freaking anyway <laughs> that was bar mitzvah and can then we please watch this video we can absolutely watch this video we can we can wait. add it into the vlog and we can put oh, little highlights i'm so stoked we can find yeah it'll be that could be good <laughs> um so anyways there was that and then i was i was good i was already playing guitar at this point i was already writing songs and um, I was good at learning the songs. And so a week later, I became a bar mitzvah instructor. Um, so I now was working for free for the first year. Um, and then I continued that job from, you know, that year all the way through. Even in college, I would Skype in. I was, I was a good enough teacher that I would teach the bad kids. They would give me the bad kids at that point. Um, otherwise, it ran on its own. And I took the whole bar mitzvah school, and I took us from cassette tapes to c- to CDs. Wow! And I can got the the cantor, the singing rabbi, set up with a recording studio. And then I took it from CDs all the way to MP3s. And wow. I have taught hundreds of kids, mm-hmm. good kids, bad kids, punk kids, kids that were like, "I do drugs." Kids that Was were that like, "How they sounded?" They were like, "I do drugs." And I'm like, "I'm like, ah, you really shouldn't do drugs." They're like, whatever, it's my body. I do what I want. I want. And that was exactly what they would be like. <laughs> Good kids, kids with developmental disabilities, kids of all kinds. Um, so when it comes down to like my like teacher mentality, which is how I produce people, which is how I sort of am, it becomes it's from that like first job that I had of mm-hmm. being Jewish. So at one point in time, I was running the bar mitzvah school. <laughs> run literally, I had, had setting up the classes and doing individual and working with the rabbi and everything. Running the bar mitzvah school, my mom was the main photographer for the synagogue, and my dad was actually the president of the synagogue. Wow. That's just because he was, like, sort of bored at his job. I feel like I, I don't, I can't compete with that. I mean, I can sit here and say my dad has a Christian album. Nice. Yeah. I think it's called Hear My Prayer. <laughs> but he has a Christian, and I'm singing on it. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm. there's actually a song called I Got Jesus. <laughs> and I'm in the background going, I got Jesus. That's so cute. He's got me. No, it's really bad. We should definitely, definitely have that <laughs> at the wedding. Oh. Oh. Okay. 
I can perform it. Yeah. <laughs> people will be like, what is going on? <laughs> no, but okay. I think people are, are getting a picture so, painted right sorry. now. Yeah, I ranted. And then Uh-oh. just one other, one other thing I want to say is every summer I went to Jewish summer camp oh God, where it was also summer. a peak on that graph of spin the bottle, but just every year. I think that's the most action you're ever going to get in your life. Yeah, God. That was amazing. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> okay. You guys told me some of the stories. Uh, uh, your yeah. sisters have told me some of their stories that involve like pooping in things. Oh yeah, I mean there's all kinds. There's yeah. all kinds. There's stories anyway, of all kinds of. Your Jewish summer camp sounds a lot more fun than my Christian summer camp that I would go to. Well, you guys have to save space mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit in between your slow dances. Mm-hmm. No, I did. I went to Christian summer camp. We had church every day, every day. Well, we would wake up and like say prayers. <laughs> Yeah, masturbate. Yeah. And oh, what, God. Yeah. Gross, <laughs> okay. David. Sorry, sorry, Gross. sorry. sorry. It was, we were like kids without our parents at camp. Like, it was freedom. Just imagine me. No, I don't want to imagine I want you to imagine 14-year-old no. me. Love, my love. It's please, lights out. Can we please stop? It's, it's this light. conversation it's is good. going Just, to end. And, on, guys, on. I think we need to take... No, 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 no. no, I, no. I, One more story. One more story. Just, it's lights out. I have black face paint on. The boys are asleep on their side. The girls are asleep on their side. The counselors are watching over the camp to make sure. And me and like six boys are like army crawling across like the front of the lake with like full camo gear on and black face paint just so that we can like get to the girl's side. Yeah, that's right. Did you paint like stripes under your eyes? Yeah, it was like full. No, you did blackface. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the Jews and never mind. We have. Let's okay, let's not okay. continue down this path. Anyways, uh, they so, were kids. They they didn't know what they were doing. Um, so let's get think, let's dive into the question now. You understand a little bit of my yeah. Jewish I was gonna say I think people your... have gotten. <laughs> you look so yeah, embarrassed. I am a little bit embarrassed. They but... have the full picture right now of my upbringing versus your upbringing, and I will say there's a big difference that I'm noticing right away. You had fun. Oh. Yeah, I. Yeah, mine was awesome. Was terrified the entire time. Like they would constantly, and by they I mean priests, teachers, um, you know, kids, parents, you know, just people would in general would constantly fill you with this fear of going to hell forever if you don't listen to them or if you don't do what they say or if you don't think the same way that they do and that's the whole thing right is you need you have to do this or you don't go to hell is that or sorry yeah well most some people are of the mindset that all you have to do is believe in jesus and accept him as your lord and savior and that just you get a a free pass into heaven at that point Mm -hmm. regardless of how crappy of a human being you are uh, some people believe differently. And that's a thing. Even within Christianity, there's like 100 million different ideas of what that even means and interpretations and denominations. And it's confusing. Uh, and there were like rival denominations. I went to a mm. Catholic church and there was a Baptist church across the street. And we didn't like them. You TP the other so church. So stupid. Um, but yeah, some people believe that, you know, you have to believe in, in Jesus and then also be a good person, which makes more sense to me. But um, a lot of people that I hear even now, they're like, all you have to do is accept Jesus. But then there's that like eternal hellfire thing that is a pretty huge red flag, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they're they're doing it to save the other people. Yeah, but growing up, like I was harassed about it. I was Mm -hmm. told like, hey, you know, your parents were married in the Catholic church and they got a divorce legally, but it wasn't annulled. So it's therefore a huge sin in God's eyes. Your parents are going to hell. 
and like they would make me feel bad if my mom took communion, like the little cracker that you get every Sunday at church. Um, they'd make me feel bad because she's not supposed to do that because she's impure because she hasn't gotten an annulment. And they would tell me that mm. as like a five or six year old kid. So anyway, I'm just saying like the difference between your upbringing, which sounds like a party and mine, which sounds like, <laughs> God, I don't know. Like I did enjoy like Easter eggs, which I will continue. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, for, we I, did our first. It, that was my first Easter egg like, this you year. Know, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Easter eggs. I enjoyed Christmas. I mean, I still will do Christmas, and people have something to say about that, but I like hanging out with family. We and... had some really cute pictures this year, except for, like, <laughs> like we just kept dressing up. Actually, wait, was that even Christmas or was that Halloween? It was both. <laughs> it we, was both. We decided to be Santa and Santa's helper for Halloween, and then we posted those photos, like, on Christmas, which really confused people. <laughs> so, there's just all these photos of us just really drunk, like, Making out really, in Santa really outfits. making out in Santa outfits <laughs> on Halloween. It's adorable, mm. but yeah, there's a lot of things I did like, but for the most part, it was it was mostly kind of negative and and scary. Um, but there are things and traditions that I, even though I'm not religious, I would like to continue to have. Like I would like to continue with Christmas. I like probably getting a fake tree because the real ones are expensive and they make a mess. And also I feel kind of bad for chopping down a tree. Have you ever chopped a tree down? I have not. I mean, I've never done that either, but that would be sweet. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't think I could do it? No, I totally think you could. Uh oh. <laughs> I just don't know whether or not that was that'd be like a good idea, as opposed to just a, a you know fake one that you can keep in the attic and bring down. And um, you know, and if you buy them after Christmas, they're very cheap. My mom got like a really nice big fake tree for twenty bucks. Anyway, um, I would like to continue doing that, and I would like to do you know Christmas morning and things from Santa Claus and. Um, you know, I, Easter eggs are fun. I would like to continue hiding Easter eggs from the bunny because somehow that is related to Jesus. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I like the traditions. the traditions. I love the traditions. And that was one thing that I was kind of sad, um, to think that I would have to give up whenever I wasn't religious anymore. But I don't think that I should or have any reason to need to do that. I love tradition. That's cool. Yeah. And, you know, we've already talked about some of this stuff. So like that's that, Mm -hmm. but we're going to. We, there's so much. Honestly, we could do this episode for hours. We could. And actually, I think we should probably take a quick break before we keep going. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right break. back. Jacqueline. Yes, David. Why are you crying? It's just that our podcast. No, not the podcast. You see, I didn't want to believe it at first, but I don't think we're getting enough ratings and reviews to go on. No, but they're streaming on Tuesdays and watching on Thursdays, but not reviewing. Yes, my love. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. Oh my god, it's getting worse. If only more people would go to Spotify and the podcast app and leave a review, maybe they could save us all. Before it's too late. Subscribe and review. Subscribe and review. And we are back. Hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break. All right. <laughs> we never know what happens in the commercial break. No, I'm so curious. It's like a big mystery. Yeah. The wow. mystery of our commercial breaks. All right. So shall we talk about? Uh, shall we talk about? Traditions that, that we want to keep. I mean, you talked about some yeah. of yours. So those are my, you know, Christian traditions that I, I would like to carry on, you know, minus the religious aspect. But I like the, the family coming together and I like, you know, having something to look forward to. And I think it's a really cool bonding thing. So I'm sure you have some of those. Have you ever seen me wearing a yarmulke? You have because oh, I yeah. took you to a Passover Seder yeah. this year. Well, yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah. So, so I... You know, if you were to ask me, and even me much younger, if I believed in God, you know, the answer is no, clearly. 
Um, but but actually, I even asked that to my the cantor at my synagogue, which is basically like the singing rabbi. Um, and even when I worked for him, he made it very clear to me that Judaism, in his eyes, accepts the questioning and encourages the questioning. So for them, and even the singing rabbi who professionally does this, for he told me he didn't believe in God. And I found that sort of uh, inspiring and welcoming. And he's uh, he's a gay man. Uh, he actually has adopted um, children, and they actually were... were um, and he was the head of the synagogue, and they were the first people to sort of push that um, gay marriage in Washington and then the adoption element of it, um, and they sort of broke the grounds on that, which was, this was all really cool as, as a part of what yeah. I was seeing um, yeah, was that, the acceptance. That blows my mind, thinking about that. Yeah, Like, so, so many cool. things that you just said, I can't imagine a priest. Like, priests aren't even allowed to marry, like, a woman. I mean, you can have deacons that do that, but priests are not allowed to be like that with anyone so you saying that not only was this guy an atheist but he also was gay and you know lived his life openly and and no one judged him like that is not something that i think you would ever find in christianity which is sad yeah and now don't get me wrong i mean this was just my how i grew up jewish you know it was Mm -hmm. it was but there are clearly orthodox and other judgmental areas of it but i'm just speaking some from sort of my background Mm -hmm. so traditions that I would like to keep are sort of a lot of the ones that really were awesome and, and um, a big part of me. I mean, you know, there's countless songs that I have sort of in my heart that I know the harmony to and know, and know all the words and mm-hmm. know um, that I think are really beautiful um, that I hope someday, you know, my, my kids know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hanukkah as a kid was awesome. Eight days, ridiculous. Like the story's bull, bull crap. Like the candles lasted for eight days. But honestly, the Jews are the first people to say, "Hey, look, it's a story. Enjoy it." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, fine. the The story's bullshit. But but being able to do the presents, I'm still a little traumatized because I specifically remember one year when my mom like had all of my presents out there, and then I got in trouble, and she took them all away from me, <laughs> and then I like never got a present. And then, uh, where's, and then the last day. Oh, the guitar's not on, it's it's over there but uh there was one year it, it was the year that my parents took away all my presents my sisters kept getting presents every single day and i like let it sort of go for like the first like seven days like all right maybe there's something coming i wasn't getting any presents because i got in trouble for something and and then on the last night my sisters got presents and i didn't get presents and i cried and then my parents were like go open the closet in grandma's room and i did i was crying and there was a guitar in there um and uh that was very special and screw you guys for messing with me mom and dad um but it was really it was really a special thing so there's a lot of traditions there um i i got to have my first hanukkah this year we had a hanukkah party that i like helped co-host with you oh my god that was so much fun so yeah the party was amazing we Mm -hmm. made latkes we bought 10 pounds of potatoes and onions and we brought a bunch of people over which it was all just non-jewish people and like the occasional jew but like really not really Mm -hmm. and i had i pulled the microphone and the pa out and i gave a speech about what hanukkah is and the backstory with just the the Maccabee tribe and how they were trapped in this synagogue. And Somehow you made a lot of penis jokes. I in did this make speech. penis jokes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how do you not? The full thing is on the the vlog channel, isn't it? Really? I yeah. Mean, it might be. There's the speech is is near the end of that Hanukkah vlog. But if you look on our vlog channel, um, 
that will definitely be there if you're curious to see this speech. But uh, that yeah. was fun. That was that fun was hosting fun. that. So, anyways, Hanukkah was awesome. Um, so the holidays, you know, I really am not choosing all the holidays. We're not going to do Sukkot. You don't even know what that is, but that's no okay. Idea. You know, <laughs> Purim maybe because I like you dress up as like a thing. But honestly, it's really just going to be like your Hanukkah, your Rosh Hashanah, your Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. Passover. Well, we did um, that recently. We did do Passover. Uh, that was interesting. Oh, and the funniest thing. So we did this at a friend of his. I guess her family's place Mm -hmm. and her dad the entire time. So they were doing readings and, um, you know, telling these stories and he was getting frustrated because it was taking so long and he wanted to eat (laughs) and he kept rolling his eyes. And not only was he rolling his eyes because he was hungry and impatient, but he was going, it's all bullshit. Everything bullshit. It's all bullshit. And he's like, you know, the whole time. Yep. And kind of loud. Like, people were turning and being like, shh. Yeah, well, they did have some more religious people in the family that were, yeah. like, sticking to it. And he was getting real annoyed. Uh, but it was funny. And it, it was something that I, again, remembered from our conversations that a lot of these things are traditional. And, and many people who participate in them don't have to be religious to enjoy the, you know, the experience of having family together and, tra- like, traditions. Totally. And, and I am down for traditions. Perfect. And then, I don't know if we'll ever... I'm. I, but, like, just a little bit of sort of, like, why us Jews sort of stick together. We've been sort of persecuted forever. So, like, I mean, it sounds a little sad, but, like, if we're ever in Europe, we'll probably be able to, like, go see some sites where, like, you know, Holocaust stuff is, like, very real. And mm-hmm. I have Holocaust survivors in my family. And so you right. get to sort of, like, you know, if we were to be see that kind of thing, it's, like, these are, like, my people. Um, and so... The tradition thing almost holds another weight with the Judaism element of it, of like, all right, like a few million of us died really quick, like downplaying it clearly. Um, And this has been going on forever. Um, And, you know, that sort of unites all of us to sort of hold on to some of these Mm -hmm. things that aren't necessarily God celebrations, but are just community. Even when I went to college, like, I was somehow... I was somehow on some stupid Jew list. There's like, must be a Jew mailing list. And like, I got to college and the Jew frat somehow knew I had showed up and they tried to rush me. And I was not trying to join a fraternity because that seems too bro-tastic for me. So they rushed my Christian roommate, got him. And then because they got him, they got me. And it was really just a club of like 13 Jews that smoked weed and like played video games. So like I was down. Um, And uh, anyways... That's that's where I'm going with that. So as far as the traditions I'm into, the holidays. However, I would get married under a chopa. I would. That's like the yeah thing. Um, the, the thing. The is, thing. I don't it's know. like the altar kind of. But it like it. I I don't know the correct word. Maybe it's supposed to be branches or something. I would get married under a chopa mm-hmm. with a tallit over us. I do believe that's a part of the tradition. Tallit is like the prayer shawl. Okay. Um, and, and then I get to step on a glass. And we right? would stomp on a glass. That's I don't totally exactly c- completely understand what I, I, <laughs> I think it's something about starting new or your old life and Tajan and Thrash. I don't honestly don't and isn't know. Isn't there some kind of like chair? Oh, you're going you to get-, get your butt up on a chair. Oh. And I could be wrong, but I think your mom's going to be on that chair. And I think your dad will be on a chair. Oh my gosh. And I, I think it's a chair. Everyone's going to be on a chair. I think. I think. And then you get they lift the chair. And they lift the chair underneath you. Oh my goodness. It's really awesome. See, that's the kind of thing, like, I think that sounds exciting. That sounds fun. Well, yeah, you're going to be scared shitless. I know you. You're very, like, <laughs> you're not, what's the word, danger prone. You're not, like, you you're, gonna be, have, you're going to be screaming on the chair. You mean I have the will to live? Yeah, sure. Something yeah. that I have many times 
questioned whether or not you possess because you do crazy things that you're not gonna fall i mean if you fall from eight ten feet you'll be fine david <laughs> you'll be you'll you're, you'll be fine just hold on to the chair they'll hold you up just you know i have a feeling i'd be wearing a dress of some kind you will be so then that would be difficult to do like some kind of chair gymnastics, I don't. And really also want to fall wave and hold the vlog camera at the same oh, time. Oh no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. you can hold that. But no, <laughs> so all of these things sound cool, and I think when you're in a relationship with somebody and you love them, you want to embrace the things about them that make them who they are. And I think this is a big part of who you are. And I don't have to compromise my morals or values because you're not you're not religious. You just have like cultural things that are are interesting and different. Yeah. I don't, and a lot of people get really nasty with me. Um, you know, I, I've been pretty openly not religious on the internet, to say the least. And so they see me with someone who is you can Jewish. Say a, you, you can say a Jew. It's fine. Oh, I, it's a, you totally interrupted my train of thought. Sorry, sorry. A Jew. My bad, my bad. <laughs> sorry. And they get really, really nasty with me in the comments because they think that I'm like now converting or something ridiculous and they say horrible things they're really anti-semitic things and it's just confusing to me you see anti-semitic things yeah wow you pointed them out in the vlogs yeah I mean I had like a little bit here and I delete them I delete those ones because some people are really nasty yeah I just don't I don't think that that's I don't know yeah you know I, I don't I'm not a huge fan of censoring but if it's something really nasty and you know they're slightly threatening I will remove those yeah, no, that's that's fine. You know, and you'll see as you as we go on, you'll probably mm-hmm. encounter more anti-Semitism. Yeah, that's not something I've ever experienced before, or even like thought. Like people, I, you know, in my head, I'm like, no one would do that, right? I no actually, one would. But I remember yeah. asking you recently. There was a shooting in a synagogue, and I remember saying, "How does uh, that make you feel?" And you're yeah. like, "Honestly, like it's a little different now." Yeah. It's a weird feeling. I mean, obviously, I'm not Jewish, and I have, like, a Christian upbringing, and I'm not even Christian. So people kind of question whether or not I would be interested in something like that because I'm not even a part of what I was raised to be. But I do think it's interesting because you can have all those things, and they're all positive. And like I said, I love traditions, and you can have all of that without God, Yep. you know? And people wonder how I could date someone who they th- they think you believe in God. They don't understand that it is possible to have a cultural side of things without the religious. Yeah. And that's why people get nasty with me. So it's it's definitely interesting. Um, I'm sort of excited to have some new uh, holidays. Yeah. We can do like a Chris Monica. Kwanzaa? Sure. All of them. Kwanzaa? All, all of the things. <laughs> but to be honest, if like, let's say you were Christian mm-hmm. and you were super Christian mm-hmm. and you wanted to go to church every Sunday and you were in any way trying to like save me or were pushing religious beliefs on me or wanted to raise kids religious like I think that might be a no-go for me. So that go that takes us right back to the first question that mm-hmm. was in Liz's question which da, 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 da. Yeah. Liz's question out of, out of all of them was the first one was uh, how do you feel about dating slash marrying someone of a different religion? So I mean could you? Let's say you loved me. I'm awesome. But I'm very... Let's re- say... <laughs> Fine. But I'm religious. But you're not. I know. I'm just trying to... If you were, I get what you're trying to say. Um, th- at this point, we're already in it. You know? But sure. I do wonder if, like, upon meeting someone who was very religious, if that would be a deterrent. And I think... Honestly, I think the biggest problem for me 
in that would be their opinion of me and not the other way around. Mm. I think I would be more open to it than someone who was religious because they have this like nagging fear of hell and this, you know, you're taught to evangelize, you're taught to preach and save people. And you really think that if you don't, they're going to go to hell. So if you if you love someone, that's what you do. Um, And I, I don't think that someone like that could put up with someone who refuses, you know. Yeah. I think that that would be a big problem. And it has been for me before. Mm-hmm. I've I've dated people who like were brought up Christian. They're like, oh, but I'm not really that religious. It's fine. And I'm like, that's cool. I don't mind as long as you don't care how I go about my life. And they said they were fine and they weren't. And then fights happened because they were judgmental towards me for not being religious. Like, how could you? Like, how do you get morals? Like, clearly I have no morals now because I don't believe in Jesus. You know, and there was a lot of judgment that I would have to deal with. And that is something that I could not put up with. However, if if people could manage to keep it respectful, then that's great. But I do think that that's a struggle for most people. And you have to have both people doing that, which is hard to find. Yeah. So, I mean, I really relate to her question because, I mean, she's Jewish. Mm -hmm. um, And we're sort of a dwindling population. Um, You know, I know that there's like a birthright trip that encourage it it's, it's a free trip for jews to go to israel for example um and they're encouraging you to marry jewish um because the population is you know dwindling if you whatever you want to say um so where i where i get that is like do you do you force yourself to only date jewish or or you know do you force yourself to only date atheist um well no i wouldn't i wouldn't limit myself but that's because I know where my boundaries would be, and it's it's not black and white. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's certain things that I would be willing to compromise for. Like if they weren't pushing their stuff on me, like that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I have found that when I've attempted that before, thinking that that could be accomplished, I was very wrong, and then I ended up getting insulted and put down. Yep. So I don't know that I would want to do that again because I've had so many really nasty experiences with it. Yeah. I have one. Um, I didn't date this girl. I, like, was interested in her in college. Oh, I was, like, I was like in, into her. It was, like, this one of these small moments I had of single. And, I, and I, I turned it on. I was like, all right, this girl. I got it. And we, like, so we were bonding. Mm-hmm. And we, like, got alone. And I, I asked her, like, you know, would you like go on a date with me or whatever, something like that? And she told me she couldn't because I was going to hell. Oh, and I was oh. so confused. That's I was my favorite like, part about you. I was like, I was, <laughs> I'm like a bar mitzvah teacher on the weekends. I like, I'm a good guy. I've like donated money. I like, I'm a good person. Like, but no. And so like that was like one that clearly. Well, if you don't accept Jesus, how could you have morals? I'm <sighs> sorry. If not the Bible, then where? Exactly. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, total sense. <laughs> total sense. Total sense. So anyways, that was just one surprising thing I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but Well, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. So you, in your question earlier that you were forming to me, you asked me, like, do I limit myself to only dating atheists? But the one before that was aimed at you. That do you, because of dwindling populations that you just explained, do you, as a Jewish person, only find women that are the same? I have only dated non-Jews. So with that in mind, like how every single time it's always been like, do they respect my, the traditions in which that I come from? Um, Mm -hmm. 
I've had situations where discussing like the idea of a future where I had I had a partner that she wanted to baptize children and I was okay with that mm-hmm. as long as they could still like do to have their bar mitzvah or, like still be sort of like in the Jewish community or whatever and she told me that no you can't be baptized and be Jewish or whatever so like it was a non it wasn't mutual it wasn't a mutually include mutually exclusive mutually inclusive whatever <laughs> the I don't know the proper terminology here but it didn't work that doesn't didn't. that doesn't make any sense like why if you were in a partnership with someone would you not be more willing to compromise like and do both yeah. so for for this situation she was saying I want to baptize kids raise them Christian and you can't have any of your culture brought into this. And she was saying that based on the fact that not, that's not a hundred percent true, but she was saying that based on the fact that, um, but she was saying you couldn't do like a part. You couldn't do both. You can't like within her religious background, like her, and I don't know if this is true for every church or every, whatever sect of Christianity, Catholicism, whatever. Um, if whether or not you you can do both but that that was sort of how she set it up for me and so that was like okay we can whatever you want to do it was we never really hit our middle ground on that one um were there any like things that compromise could be reached on like what about hanukkah hanukkah totally hanukkah's fine okay hanukkah's cool um but even like you know things like bar mitzvah summer camp super chill like that like that was summer camp summer camp i know right (laughs) Um, not never, they're never going to summer camp. Like, no, they have to. I wrote my name all over the camp. They have to go there and see their dad's name. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that didn't work. So anyways, back to the question. Um, you know, I, I absolutely clearly have, uh, Mm -hmm. dated non-Jewish and I am not closing myself off. Um, but I just want to, I have some things that I would like to celebrate in the way in which I was raised Mm -hmm. with that. I would love for my kid to do. I want to baptize our kids. Yeah, well, I'm down. <laughs> I'm I, we well, we're gonna uh, get a doggy pool for the backyard this summer. Oh, well, we can like do our own little baptism. Well, I guess this summer. I mean, but we'll use the pool for multiple summers, and then mm-hmm. it's relevant. I see. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> well, I got into that. For anybody wondering, we don't really clash on religion. At we all. don't. I mean, you you don't believe in God. So what is there to clash on? I mean, there's just different traditions and different cultural things brought in, which are interesting to me. I like any excuse to get family together, any excuse to celebrate, I think is really, really cool. Yeah. And I love that about you. That's the coolest. Even sort of when my, when my parents sort of like looked you up originally, you know, it was like, Oh my God, that is so terrifying to think of your parents. And my grandma. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, but but the things, as they, the things they must have seen. But but you know, you've got years of of your YouTube videos are mm-hmm. that are honestly your transformation captured in video form from a religious person to a non-religious person. Mm-hmm. There's probably all stages of emotion. Some maybe angry, some maybe whatever. Like uh huh, all of those, all of the sure. stages, all and of- <laughs> so those are accessible to my grandma. Um, oh my god! And that's okay. You know, both of. His grandmas have added me on Facebook. Oh, and they follow you on Instagram, and they and they they like waved, waved at me. To you? Yeah, that's and weird. both of them within like a few days of each other. Yeah, I don't know if they're coordinating mm-hmm. that. They're most likely not. My grandmas are pretty technologically savvy. <laughs> like my ninety-six-year-old grandma recently complained that her wife feeds Wi-Fi speed wasn't fast enough. Yeah, 
She's got like an Apple Watch. Like she, <laughs> she walks around with an iPad. An iPad. <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty intense. Um, cool. So yeah, we do see eye to eye on that, and I think that's, I think that's great. And mm-hmm. and you know, I I think you know, in advice to to Liz and her question, um, I think that's the key, is to finding a partner that sees eye to eye, and and you can't look, Liz. We're already only one percent of the population. Mm-hmm. You really just you know open it up. Uh, I, that's my advice to you is, you know, every, we're all just people. Um, and we all have different backstories and it's cool to celebrate in other people's backstories. I'm excited to fuck some kids up with some Santa and cookies. And oh, this can go for a full circle from before too, because didn't we mention that we had Halloween costumes? That we do. Yeah. You have a full Santa suit. And I will already, honestly, if you're cool with it, what I would like to do is one year, we'll pick a year, and on December 26th, I begin method no. acting. I will start, I'm going, David. Well, have you ever seen method actors? They get into a role, they lose their mind for that role, and that is everything. So you December 26th, a year? I will start gaining weight, and I will eat, and I will not shave. And I might even have to dye my hair gray because I have incredibly luscious locks. So I will <laughs> dye my hair gray and maybe even curl so it. I don't know. I'm going to do this. One year. No, you're not. Yes, I will. No. And I will, by December 24th, transform into Santa. The best, jolliest, happy Santa Somewhere ever. halfway through that year, you're going to just like... <laughs> Die. Yeah. <laughs> Heart attack. I am down to Mommy, take Mommy, why did Daddy die? Well, he just really wanted to be Santa Claus in real life. But why? I don't know. That will to live that I was talking about earlier just isn't there. <laughs> but it's it would be there. so worth it. No. Yeah. I know you're joking, but you make joking. this joke so many times that it's just We're gonna a do little it. scary. We're going to do this. We're going to also mess them up with the tooth fairy. I'm really that, excited. That actually, I do like that idea. Yeah. You talking about my idea with the crane? Yeah. I'll operate the crane. You be the tooth fairy with little <laughs> wings on, and I will slowly have you descend into the child's bedroom. Well, bedroom you'll put window. me through the window, and, and they'll be like, "Dad!" And I'll wear a tutu, and it'll be great. And they will be scarred for life. Yeah, I'm really excited to continue our vlog channel. <laughs> really, really excited. Well, I hope we answered the question adequately. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm checking it out. Um, and like- her and her sister. Sort of goes back to what we were talking on the last episode about comparing yourself. Um, her sister's husband converted to Judaism. I see. Um, and, you know, I, I know that they're twins even. So there's sort of an element of competition there. And Oh, um, I hope that there isn't. No, but I just know twins in general. Yeah, who knows? But but I, I can just imagine you're always mm-hmm. trying to compare um, to a sibling. Um, you got to let that go. You have to let you it go. You have but to like, let that go. Even if you find... If you find a nice non-Jewish guy, he doesn't even have to convert. Like, just be respectful of each other's backgrounds and celebrate it. And um, I think you'll find your happiness in that. Mm-hmm. You you know, you don't have to do exactly what your parents did before you or whatever it is. You know, just look at us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I um, mean, like, I'm definitely not, and I'm not converting, but I do think that carrying on a lot of those traditions is going to be a great thing. And a lot of fun. Yeah. So find somebody who's chill for that. Like, there's got to be people out there that are more than willing to accept cultural traditions. It's not really a lot to ask, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Do you want me to teach you how to read Hebrew? I'm no. just waiting for you to ask. <laughs> I can. The funny thing is, I can read it, 
can't understand a single word. Okay, well, that's kind of pointless. Well, (laughs) (laughs) no, seriously, you put Hebrew in front of me, I can, like, sound it out and read it. And I even knew the tropes, which is, like, the sounds of how to read the songs. Mm -hmm. And so I can, like, sight read it. But I don't know what it says. I know, like, a few words. Yahweh? Zona is, is bitch. Wow. Oh, here's something cool. Did you know that dog, dog in Hebrew translates to fish? I've, you know, now I, the world makes sense. <laughs> I really want to get your opinion on Yahweh, though. It's so Yahweh, funny. When you, go on this, uh, you don't have to. He, no, it's fine. It was so funny. We were together, and he overheard some Christian people say Yahweh, and he, like, went on this rant, and you would not stop, and it was the funniest thing to me. Yeah, there's a Bible study that's held in my house on Thursdays. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> it's true. Um, but that's all good. It's a, it's a communal, you know, it's a good house for, you know, we got a nice yard, you know, it's a good place for it. I got a fire pit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but anyways, okay. yeah, when they refer to my people, that's when I get a little bit more like, hey, mm. you guys don't know your, t- I mean, it's okay. You people. You people. I mean, anyways, yeah, it's nice that they talk so nicely about the Jewish people, but um, But still think you're going to hell. Yeah, well, they were talking about our God, and they refer to him as Yahweh, and that's just not the backstory on that is that supposedly the I can't believe we're testing my Hebrew knowledge right now. Supposedly the Torah, which was like handed down as 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 writing, right, was written without vowels. And so the word for God has four letters. It's a I'm gonna translate this into, into English. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. like a Y H and a V and an uh, H. V-H. Yeah. yeah. Yud Chet Yud Hey. Yeah, Yud Chet Vav Chet, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so they don't know how to pronounce it because the vowels were missing, right? So you they know, just add some A's in there. You could be a Yiwa, it could be or Yehovah, it could be that's where you get Jehovah. Yeah. Anyways, they call him Yahweh, and it just always sort of bugged me. Um, in in actual Hebrew, when you get to the word, when you're reading along, you get to that word that they mm. don't know how to pronounce. They swap it for another word, which Adonai. is Adonai. Adonai. Yeah, Did I'm you that? Yeah. Adonai. Yeah, you told um, me. And Adonai, I believe, translates to the name. Ah. I believe. Um, and so it's sort of vague. He who has no name. Exactly. Voldemort. I am who am. Exactly. So right. that's why I get a little bit annoyed about Yahweh. But that's just my like. I thought that rant. was really funny because this Bible study was happening in your living room and we're in your bedroom and you're just pissed going off. And I was laughing so hard. I was like having tears and my sides hurt. And it's just a fond memory. Because I've never, like, I, I never imagined, like, being in a situation with you and you're like, oh, my God, it's religious people. And I thought it was, I thought it was pretty attractive. Oh, glad you liked that. I did. <laughs> yeah, that's. I did. It's good. Um, but, yeah, see, we have no conflict and things are good. And I do think that people should be opening to dating people that, even if they are religious, think differently as long as they're accepting. That's the key. I, I mean, don't think you should limit yourself. No, no, not at all. People mm-hmm. are awesome. You're awesome and you're not jewish and that's great and you can say it i'm not a jew you're not a jew you can say it david you're not a jew but you're sort of an honorary jew thank you do you have a little jew in you sometimes i do oh my god (laughs) Uh. (laughs) wow yeah you set me up for that i did i did yeah i've made i'm the first time i made that joke to you you about shit your pants yeah, that was it was really good. Yeah, you were surprised that I was that raunchy. It's not even that raunchy. You're worse than I am, honestly. As far as raunchiness goes? Oh, yeah. 
you not opened, on the podcast. You opened this by telling people I'm circumcised. Oh, the, the and now all the girls who are wondering about your penis can know. Well, yeah, clearly I'm circumcised. Clearly. Well, I mean, can't you? T- I mean, maybe you can't just tell. Can't you? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. We should end this podcast. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. Do I have any good circumcision stories? No, let's just. Okay, I, thanks for watching, guys. Make sure wait, to rate gonna, and review this podcast. You're cutting off the tip go, of this, the tip <laughs> of the podcast right now. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we can. We can. Uh, we can. I do think we should wrap it up. But it's, this has been fun. I think this has been really. Fun. I hopefully we gave a good answer to Liz, and hopefully everyone who was wondering about us and how I possibly managed to make it work are satisfied. I honestly think we might still have more religion questions. There's so much that that can be talked about this. Well, so That's the beauty of having a podcast that's going to go on for 52 episodes. We can definitely expand upon this topic at some point in the future. For yes. sure. So hopefully hopefully we, we responded well to Liz's question. And uh, yeah. If anybody else has questions, make sure to submit them at patreon.com slash Jacqueline and David. And David. Yeah. So is there anything in the world of Jacqueline and David that we'd like to promote before ending this podcast? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, we are going to go on tour this summer. I know. We still have so much work to do to get that We have a lot of work to do, but we are doing a U.S.-Canada tour in August. So there is a form in the description of the Mm -hmm. YouTube video, but it's also, is it still pinned to the top of your Twitter? It is. Wow. There's a form on Jacqueline's Twitter at Jacqueline Glenn, and you can go Mm -hmm. and you can fill out either of our forms. And basically what we're going to be doing in the next few days here is putting our data together Mm -hmm. and we are going to pick the top 20 or so cities in the United States of America. And we are going to set a plan for this August and we are going to travel around and play some shows, meet some people, take some pictures. I'm so, so excited. I'm Me so too. excited. So I really, really hope that everybody who wants to hang out with us, everybody who wants to meet us, fills out that form because it would break my little black atheist heart <laughs> if I did not get to meet you guys if we were in or near your city. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Uh, we're still figuring out our travel plans, whether or not we're going to take up my 97 red van or no. we're going to find an RV. RV, please. No, we'll, we'll, Your van's going to break down and no, we won't be fine. out of luck. It's fine. It's only got 150,000 miles. We're good. Only. It's fine. It's good. It's good. <laughs> It'll run forever. Um, All right. So, cool. th- with that, I think uh, I think we're going to end the podcast. All right. This well, was a fun one. It was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for watching. Hope you liked it. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.